Welcome to the True Safety Podcast with Apollonia Rockwell, where each week you hear from safety industry experts and leaders discussing safety culture, team development, and the future of the safety industry. If you are looking for help with your safety program or have questions, head to truesafetyservices.com slash podcast. Let's get started. Everybody, welcome back to the True Safety Podcast with Apollonia Rockwell and myself, Seth Silvers. Apollonia, how's your morning going today? It is going awesome. Holy smokes. Again, I'm a week out from having a baby. So I'm just wrapping up all these things at the office, being here this last week. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, week out. And we have a lot of amazing podcast conversations that we're recording so that you, our audience, uh, so that you will not have to go on maternity leave, um, just Apollonia. So we'll continue bringing conversations to you every week. Today, we're going to talk about safety meetings, um, something that depending on your position in the company might be something you really enjoy and it might be something you dread. Uh, on a previous conversation, we uh, Apollonia, you shared how one of your bosses was like, Apollonia, do you know how much this safety meeting is costing me? Oh my gosh. Yes. He would, I would tell him, all right, like, I'm so excited where I'm putting up the flyers, sending out email notifications about my safety meeting. And one of, yeah, one of the owners of this company has said, I just want to remind you, Apollonia, for the millionth time, how expensive this safety meeting is for me. It's about a $50,000 meeting. So make it worth it. No pressure. Yeah. And I'll always remember that because, you know, it, it, that is accurate that those are the challenges that safety professionals have to realize that when owners or leadership are, are putting pressure on safety to be effective and to really communicate ROI, I mean, that those are real costs. So, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. And, you know, not that every company's safety meeting is 50,000, uh, you know, that was a, a medium sized company, but every, like, think about every time you're at a meeting, like all those people are getting paid for that hour. And they're also getting, you know, that's an hour that revenue is not being generated, different things like these are costly. And so what happens most time is you have these very costly safety meetings and a lot of safety professionals, you know, they'll find some old PowerPoint online that has bullet points and or paragraphs or <laughs> paragraphs and you'll kind of run through, uh, you know, the OSHA standard that you want to cover that week. And, you know, maybe you have donuts and coffee so that people are excited about it. But the safety meeting sucks. Like mm-hmm. most safety meetings are not good. And that's just the truth of it. Um, and so Apollonia, like, let's first talk about what makes a bad safety meeting. What makes safety meeting that your boss would be like, oh my gosh, why are we paying $50,000 for this? And then we will talk about what makes a good safety meeting as well. I'll tell you the worst safety meeting you can have is if you as the safety professional or you're the manager and you're also wearing the safety hat is one person running that safety meeting. And whether you're the safety professional and you're the only one on the safety team running, you know, running that program. It's you talking the whole time, or you are a subject matter expert, let's say in one area, and still you're doing all the talking. It doesn't matter what your title role is, even your expertise. If one person's doing all the talking and they feel like they're the know-it-all and they're the grand end-all of knowledge on that subject, that is the worst safety meeting that you could have. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. And I think you have to keep in mind people's attention spans. Yeah. Um, nobody responds well to, you know, 30 minutes of somebody talking at them. Um, yeah. Talking at them. No, just like you said. Yeah. I mean, think about college days, thinking about, you know, you sitting in, in any seminar and at what point when you're sitting in a seminar or a class or a Zoom meeting that if somebody's doing all the talking, like think about yourself, how many minutes into that meeting are you now checked out mm-hmm. or you're trying to check your phone? And if you can't check your phone, no problem. I'll just mentally check out because I'm so bored out of my mind because this doesn't apply to me. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So Apollonia, you lead, you lead the helm at True Safety Services now and work with a lot of different companies all over the place, but you were a safety professional. Uh, let's hear about some of your biggest like safety meeting disasters. Um, oh I'm sure that even someone like you had some, had some bad ones. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the worst were the ones when I first started in the industry. I mean, holy smokes, I'll never forget having the safety meeting where my boss afterwards just was like, Apollonia, I'm going to need you to record yourself so that way you can see how terrible you are in the view of my eyes. So like, I need you to record it. And we will link those recordings in the show notes below. Yeah, we'll link, we'll link the footage. Oh my gosh, but I'm so no. grateful for that feedback. But at the time, I mean, hearing that, because as safety professionals, a lot of our insecurities can come from, and oftentimes come from not being the subject matter expert. That was just something that I had in the back of my mind. Again, I was... Um, and this goes for a lot of people. You can't be a jack of all trades. You can't be the best welder and roused about and truck driver and electrical specialist. So you can't be the subject matter expert in everything that you're going to be talking about. And so when you're out there, so then, then safety professionals are thinking, okay, well then how do I cover these OSHA basics? It's my job as a safety professional to cover these I haven't, I don't have experience doing all these things. How do I talk about it and sound knowledgeable? Um, sound like I know what I, I know what I'm talking about and how do I have examples? Right. So that's the, that's the challenge for safety professionals. And so I remember in that meeting, I was just so new. And in that meeting, I was just talking at all the employees reading off of a PowerPoint that I wasn't really prepared for. And it was a disaster. My boss, I even at that time probably reminded me that this meeting was a waste and mm-hmm. it's costly. So I was like, all right, what do I do? I'm back to the drawing board. So, I mean, but again, that's the worst safety meetings. One person yeah. being the no wall and there's no engagement. That's mm-hmm. the worst. Yeah. What were some adjustments that you made? So right away, I was like, all right, I had the self-awareness that I wasn't going to be the jack of all trades, but how do I get these guys to talk? And they're the subject matter experts all in the room right in front of me. So how do I facilitate meaningful conversation where people will learn from each other and the newest employee will learn from the guy or gal who's been there for 20 years, Mm -hmm. who's been driving for that amount of time. And he'd be able or she'd be able to share their insight on 
some of the hazards that they've seen on the road, and that would help a new driver. I'll never be able to provide that insight, but the people in the classroom always can. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay. So the next meeting, some adjustments were coming up with, we'd have one topic and let's, let's say it's about winterization. Let's talk about winter hazards. So how do you um, get your company ready? How do you winterize equipment? How do you get prepared for the up and coming um, uh, months that we were going to have at the last quarter? Mm-hmm. So what I did was I got everybody that was in a specific division all together. So I'd get the drivers together, the roustabout together, the welding shop together. And then those employees, I would have just discussion points of what did we see last year? What are some incidents or hazards that this company experienced last year? And just tell us about those. So that was great for newcomers because they're going to face those exact hazards. And the employees that were there loved to talk about those things, about what they saw, what they felt. The drivers, Seth, were like, these are the roads. This is, this is, these are the exact intersections where I almost lost my life last year or, you know, had somebody else. They're the driver. They're able to say like, these are the hot spots. I'll tell you right now. This is where we're, I've only almost got into an incident. People in the shop were able to say, hey, this is exactly what I saw and here's what we did about it. So having discussion points, especially per division just, I mean, it was a, it was night and day safety meeting. Well, yeah. And taking the pressure off of yourself Mm -hmm. to feel like you have to be the expert in everything Mm -hmm. and realizing there's probably people that you're talking at in your safety meetings that probably have some really valuable experiences. They probably really know, like they're the ones that are on the ground. So I think a lot of safety professionals just need to get that pressure off of their shoulders where you realize you don't have to be, you don't have to be the pro in everything. Mm -hmm. Um, It almost shifts your role to more of a coordinator Mm -hmm. where you're almost more like coordinating and like finding, you know, who has the expertise, who can I bring in, who can I get to talk about that does have the expertise Talk to me about that shift of shifting that perspective to where you're taking that pressure off of your shoulders to have all of the answers. That was it. And that pressure, that's exactly how I would describe it. And to be completely transparent, I was just so nervous starting as a safety professional and, and being in front of these subject matter experts, I mean, I would wake up with so much anxiety, so much just tension and stress in my body. Like I would sometimes be, I mean, I would physically get sick to have these meetings because there was so much pressure for me to have an amazing meeting, a boss that's like, you better make it effing worth our time. So I'm like, how in the world does that happen? And I just physically remember that stress being lifted off of me when I was like, I'm the facilitator. And you know what I am? I'm the safety expert. It's my job to present what's what's federally required through OSHA. So I'm there to back up, you know, what we're stating through regulations. Are we on track, off track with what we're saying here? That's what I could provide. But more than that and beyond that, 
because that's just basic. That's just OSHA basic regulations. We're trying to go above and beyond that. What applies to these guys and girls that are actually doing the work? And that's where the facilitation comes from. And, the, and like you said, you're shifting the role from the doer to the coordinator. And you have to make that switch right now today, if you haven't already, if you're going to be effective, whether in this, it's in the um, safety training space, safety meeting space, or you're out in the field, you have to facilitate healthy conversation around hazards, around what's actually going on out there, because you're not going to know you're not out there every single day. They do. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a huge shift. And I think if everybody gets one takeaway from this episode, like shift towards more of a coordinator facilitator, like realize that you don't have to be the expert Mm -hmm. in all of the things. And part of a good safety meeting is not just you, you know, it's going to be you bringing in other people or other resources or breaking it up and realizing like your team, probably you leveraging the experiences that your team has and giving them an opportunity to share and giving them an opportunity to share their experience, their stories, what they see, that's going to make that one thing is going to make a huge shift and it's going to take some of the pressure off of you. Yeah. And I'll say this too, you know, that was a huge, that's like, those are some takeaways today is getting discussion points, breaking up everyone in a group. One discussion point being, what did we experience last year? How do we combat that? Or who has seen this particular hazard? And let's speak about that in the group. And that's one way to approach it. But another way is, um, you know, people are entering your company that are newer that did the same thing for another company, right? So solid, they're, they're solids control experts, not at this company, uh, but somewhere else. They, a, a truck driver or a rouseabout hand or a rig hand or someone in the, in the construction world, a roofer. And so they, no matter what company they're at, they're able to share, this is what I've seen. This is my story, like you said. Mm-hmm. And they're able to share, hey, this is these are the hazards that we saw. This is how we fixed it. Or this is what did happen on our job site. And that way, uh, someone can be like, oh my gosh, I never thought about that happening to me. That's why it's so important where my fall protection, like I saw somebody in the group, saw somebody die. Here's how it happened. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. It's more impact than you could ever bring to the table. So right. um, yeah, that's, that's the trick. That's the, that's the takeaway today. Yeah. And through that, you can kind of break up a safety meeting into like five to seven minute segments instead of you having to you know, think of, okay, what am I going to say for 30 minutes or 50 minutes? You, you don't want to be talking. You don't want to be talking. That would, I think if there was a winning formula, you know, not putting too much thought into this and just sit, if just talking out loud, a women formula would be to have a five to 10 minute intro where you're talking about maybe what have, what are, what's maybe a recap of what happened this last month? What are some things that, what are some hazards that came through any incidences, any positive recognitions, those types of things. That's how you start the meeting. And then we break up into, into groups and do maybe two group activities. And then you, and two, two group activities, then I would have everybody speak at each group so that they could present their findings and then you wrap it up. 
So um, I think that'd be a, a good. Yeah, break it up and let people learn from each other. They don't have to learn everything from you. So yeah, exactly. Apollonia, this has been great. And uh, we're going to have a couple episodes talking about this and we're going to bring in some of our own uh, safety professionals to hear what they're doing in safety meetings and in training. So thank Love you it. so much. And uh, we'll see you next time. We'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to the True Safety Podcast with Apollonia Rockwell. If you are looking to save time and money with your safety program this year, we'd love to hear from you. Head to truesafetyservices.com slash podcast to schedule a free call with our team, where we will help you identify the biggest opportunities for growth in your company and safety program, and we'll connect you with the right resources to help you grow. Again, that is truesafetyservices.com slash podcast. Thanks so much for listening. We will see you next week. And if you haven't already, make sure to subscribe to the podcast and share with your friends. If you know anyone who needs to hear this episode today, click the share button and send them this episode. 